0: So I was asked to read from Psalm 23, and if you've been in the church for very long, or if you grew up in the church, you probably know it, um, but I would encourage you to try and hear it with kind of a fresh perspective. So Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul.
1: Amen. My sermon today is is called "The Lord Is Our Shepherd," and it just has two points. The first point is that the Lord is our shepherd. We'll talk about how the Lord cares for us. And the second point is this: that uh, we have been given this gift then to be shepherds for others. So I'll start off by saying this: that I'm not an expert in sheep. How many of you were raised on a farm? Anybody? Nobody? Oh, a couple of people. Okay, so I could. Uh, Anyways, um, I wasn't raised on a farm. I took a tour one time of a dairy farm, and I was standing behind a cow, and the cow lifted its tail. And I had no idea what was next, and the farmer came over and pushed me away, because he knew what was next. those of you that are laughing, you, you know what I'm talking about. Um, but supposedly, there are two schools of, of shepherding. The the first school of shepherding uh, is a Scottish form of shepherding where a shepherd will walk behind his sheep and kind of keep them in line and, and tell them where to go. And there'll be dogs, uh, sheepdogs running around and biting and nipping and barking at the sheep to keep them going where they're supposed to be going. And that's not the That doesn't sound like the image of Psalm 23. So the other school of shepherding is the more ancient way of shepherding. And again, I'm not an expert here, but the image is a beautiful one. And that image is of the shepherd going out in front of his sheep. And the sheep know his voice. And the first verse of Psalm 23 says this in the message translation. It says, "Uh, God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. So the sheep follow the shepherd because they know his voice and they listen to him and, and the, the shepherd comforts his sheep. This is the great funeral psalm that is read at many funerals. I've been to a lot of funerals, done some funerals as a pastor, and this psalm is often read. If it's read at my funeral, I'll be grateful. This is the psalm that... Um, when my mom was sick in the hospital and we were gathered around a hospital bed holding hands and she was on life support and we were saying goodbye to her. My wife prayed Psalm 23 and it comforted us. We thought about the Lord as our shepherd. And the end of that story, as many of you know, is uh, we said goodbye to my mom and then she started breathing and days turned into weeks and her doing better and she's sitting over here now. So... The Lord is our comfort. Even though we walk, as the the psalm says, through the valleys of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil because the Lord is with us. I think about this very day, 15 years ago, if you were old enough to remember, I'm sure you can tell me exactly where you were, uh, what you were doing when you heard the news of of planes crashing into the, the, the towers in New York City. And what transpired was just pure evil and and horror and terror for our nation. It was our nation walking through the valley of the shadow of death. And what happened after that was interesting to see the Lord giving comfort to people. Uh, Church attendance was up. Uh, People gathered for these moments of silence, uh, a week of prayer. I was up at New Life North, our our main campus, and, and we have a prayer center there. And it was just busting at the seams of all these people 15 years ago, praying that week, two weeks, three weeks after, asking the Lord for comfort and seeking his comfort, seeking his will, the will of a shepherd. So that's point one considering our lives like sheep, and we are looking to a shepherd who is who is tending after us and caring for us and leading us in paths of righteousness and by quiet streams and taking care of us. The second point is this, that that we as Christians, we as believers, we, we as humans have this gift of taking care of others. We get to shepherd other people. And I, I would say that from a place of humility. It's not like A shepherd has this role of like, oh, I've got it all figured out. Let me take care of you. That's not the case. A shepherd's role is a caring, a humble role. and, And you do so out of love. Um... There's a hashtag that we've been using as, as New Life. It's We Love Manitou. We have a little article, uh, a little ad in the newspaper. All it says is, We Love, we love Manitou and our website. And uh, my, my friend Josh has a, has a website, a Facebook page um, that says, I love Manitou. And of course, that's, I think a lot of us are in here because we love Manitou. And the, the idea, the gift that we've been giving to shepherd this city is a beautiful one. And it's, again, it's, it's not out of a place of, hey, we're better than everybody. Let's go take care of them. It's, it's in an attitude of humility. Let's take care of people because that's what the Lord has given us to do. I've only met um, one shepherd, I think, in my life, in the ancient sense of shepherding. Um, it's, it's quite a story. <laughs> um, I was in Tibet in my college days with two friends, and we were on a bus going from Kathmandu to Lhasa, the capital of Tibet, and both of these friends would end up being missionaries in that part of the world. One is there right now as I speak. Another... was buried there. He died there as a missionary, and he was a good friend of mine. And so this trip brings back a lot of good memories. Um, this bus ride was was not a good memory, and I'll tell you why in a second. But I'm on this bus ride. It's bumpy. It's it's just like four wheel drive trail that a bus is on, and there's a bus stop in the middle of nowhere. You look out. There's no houses. There's no buildings. You can see Mount Everest, the north side of it, in the distance, and there's just some foot trails that kind of merged, and the bus stops, and there's people on the side of the road. I mean, think it's just a weird bus stop and people get off and people get on and I'm on a seat that's designed for two and there's me and the shepherd gets on and sits next to me and then this other person gets on and I look at this shepherd guy and he smells like a Tibetan trash can And, and I say hello and he just looks at me. He must not have even knew what that word meant. And I remembered, oh, I, I can say hello in Tibetan. That's all I know. It's Tashi So I said, Tashi And he smiles really big. Ah, Tashi And then he starts talking to me for like three minutes. And I'm just like, I have no idea what you're saying. And he, and I was like, well, at least he's, you know, it's friendly conversation. Let me share. Uh, I have some candy. And so I pulled out some candy. And I gave him a piece of candy. And I ate a piece of candy. And he smiled. And he started talking again. I had no idea what he was saying. And, and then he decides to return the favor, and, and mind you, he got on the bus with no bags. I mean, we're in the middle of nowhere, and we're going like two days journey into Lhasa, and this guy gets on the bus with no bags. He had very little, and he gets on, and um, he's sitting next to me, and he returns the favor. I gave him a candy, and so he pulls out of his pocket. He reaches in and pulls out the string, and I'm like, oh gosh, and he pulls out the string, and there's, there's little white cheese balls on a string in a pocket that I'm sure these pants have never washed. And he pulls this thing out and he tries to pull off the cheese ball on the string and he can't get it with his hand. So he puts it in his mouth and he pulls off the cheese ball and then bleh, spits it in his hand and he gives it to me. And if you've been on a mission trip, if you've been in a foreign country, and you, you what, are you, what are you supposed to do, eat it or not eat it? How many of you would eat it? Anybody? Half of you. I ate it. I, I smiled and I ate it. And he people asked me, did it taste good? No, it didn't taste People asked me, did you get sick? Yes, I got sick. And... It, <laughs> So that image that is now in your head of of me eating a cheese ball, uh, this image of the shepherd is a humble, humble person sharing only the gifts that he has himself to give. And that's who we are as believers. We're humble. We we don't have it all together. We can't fix anyone. We can't save anyone. That is the Lord's work. You could even say we can't even fix, we can't even save ourselves. That is the work only of the Lord and when we shepherd people we we should do so humbly I think there's there's just a magnitude in doing something as simple as walking the streets. Manitou is a walking city, and any chance we have, we walk to our kids to school. We walk to church. We uh, we walk. Um, we just go on walks, and we meet people, and we 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 learn their stories. And we go out with an attitude of let me focus on you, not focusing on myself. And and through that, there's there's just been these cool stories. Uh, of what the Lord has done, I remember a uh, a preacher, a, a pastor, kind of a pastor, two pastors. His name is Eugene Peterson. Uh, he translated the Message version of the Bible. But there's a quote of him saying that you should never preach a sermon without first walking the neighborhood, getting to know the people, shepherding them. And over the over the days and the weeks of, of just meeting people, um, I had, a couple of weeks ago I met a guy. We were walking from like the clock tower. I was walking from the clock tower down to like city hall and he happened to be walking at the same pace. And so we started up a conversation and he's just like a quintessential Manitou homeless guy, bare feet, tattoos all over, dreads down to like his knees and dirty. And we just talked. It was just small talk. He told me his name. I remembered his name. It was unique. And then I see him a couple days later and I say, Hey, and I called out his name. I shook his hand and he just started crying. He said, you remembered my name. No one even looks at me. And he said, "Um, I've had a bad day and a Bad month. It's turned into a really bad time, and I've ended up here in Manitou. He shared a little bit of his story. He asked me what I did, and we got into a conversation about church and who God is. And some other people joined in, and it was just like this. Just because I remembered his name, this this opportunity came about. Another time, me and Jay, my son, he's five. We were walking around, and I, I I saw someone I knew, and I just said, "How are you doing?" And they said, uh, not so good. I said, well, tell me more. And they, they said they're going through this situation where they're in a lot of fear. They're in fear that someone's going to hurt them. And, and Jay and I ha- had memorized Psalm 23. It's, Jay memorized it, I think, as a three-year-old, right? And, and so he, uh, know, I'm sure as a three-year-old, he didn't even know what the words meant, but he memorized it because he got little candies along the way. <laughs> um, but uh, and, and in fact, if any of you kids, we always have, if you kids don't know, if you get the, the kids' little packet, there's always a a passage to memorize, and so if you could memorize Psalm 23 by the next time we meet, which is October 23rd, we'll give you a goodie bag, whether you're an adult or a kid, but that's, anyways, a side note. So Jay and I, with this uh, person, she was uh, saying, you know, just how in fear she was, and and we said, well, we're going to pray Psalm 23 of you. Can we do that? And so Jay and I quoted Psalm 23, and they started crying and thanking me for, for just shepherding, for pastoring, doing it what it is that we do because it's not us who can fix. We can't fix anybody. It's only the Lord who can do the fixing. And I think there's considering um, like this image of a, of a hospital. There's, there's people that come into the hospital and they're sick. Maybe they're bleeding uh, and there's people all around us that are spiritually, emotionally uh, just hurt and in need of help. And they don't go to the hospital to hear about the wonders of modern medical science. They go to a hospital for care. And as Christians, as believers, as as followers of the true shepherd, that's our role, to just care for people where we can, to love people. There's a um, line in Psalm 23 that I think is my favorite line. It says that he prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies, now consider the enemies, the wolves of our lives being sin and uh, addiction and darkness and lust and violence. and in that in the midst of that, the Lord prepares a table for us. The Lord himself. Even on the night he was betrayed he he gathered his 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 believers and he said this is a, this is going to be the cup of salvation do, do this in remembrance of me and he broke bread and he said, "This is my body break break this bread when you gather in remembrance of me and so if you would we 're going to transition now and and take communion if you could stand with me the 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 mystery of communion is is a um thing in which it's, it's a symbol that we take into ourselves to remember Christ's body and, and blood broken for us, and if you're on the band, you can come up, and our communion servers will come up as well, and we celebrate the, the Lord's table, so anyone that calls upon the Lord, um, this, this is for you to come forward, go through the line, there, there's the bread and there's the cup. And if uh, and, and by the way if you're, if you're not taking communion this is this is in no means uh, to separate or to point you out this this is simply a um, a mystery in which we as Christians have been doing since the very beginning is celebrating what the Lord did for us so if you come you, the ushers will help you come through the lines you'll come with open hands and that's a symbol that you're not coming to the Lord with anything it's not hey Lord look I've done all this great stuff in my life it's no we're, we're coming as empty vessels before the Lord and if you put out your hands as you go through the line the communion servers will put the bread in your hands and they'll say this is the Lord's body broken for you and then you take the bread and how we do it here is you'll take the bread and dip it into the cup and the communion server will say this is Christ's blood shed for you and then you can eat it right up here And then go back to your seats and consider and pray how the Lord is your shepherd in your life. So these are the gifts of God for the people of God. This is the body of Christ for the body of Christ. Come now.